Strong Branch Productions presents Tales from the Radiator, Season Zero, Episode Three, O Worm, performed by Shelby Billups, Jake Channison, and Sean F. Smith, written by Shioni C. White, directed by Alex Kingsley. Diagram of theoretical worm anatomy. Behavioral progression chart. Behavior of what, though? Not listed. Acidity levels. Here's another graph. Oh, an actually legible graph. How rare. Uh, effects of light. Air pressure. Another diagram. Either a chart or an artistic representation, I, I guess. Uh, another diary entry. Yeah, another diary entry. More theoretical worm anatomy. Does this look like anything to you? Because it doesn't look like anything to me. Mm, that looked real sad. Alright, I'm gonna try that one again. Does this look like anything to you? Because it doesn't look like anything to me. It's either a number indicating the appropriate acidity level in Grandad's horrible handwriting, or it's a fly who flew into an ink splotch and died. Hmm. Milo. Uh-huh. Milo. Hey. Hey, Milo. I'm mortgaging the house and investing all our assets in mouse-sized roller skates. Hmm. I'm divorcing you so I can get married to the abstract concept of time. Hmm? I'm going to rearrange your bookshelf so that it is in an alphabetical order. And also, I'm going to fill your shoes with uncooked tortellini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pardon me, did you mention tortellini? Back in reality, are we? Now tell me, is this a fly that got stuck in an ink splotch or what? It does rather look like someone took the idea of an exploded diagram model a touch too literally. God damn it. I hope your hobby's going well at least. If by that you mean the book, then yes. I just got to the good part. Hannah just realized that Lorenzo's been lying the whole time, so she's rushing to the cliff to find Celia, but she doesn't know if she's too late or not. Wait, why would Hannah... Isn't Celia the one with the secret inheritance or whatever? No, you're thinking of the love interest from the second prequel. The second prequel? How many prequels are there? Three, I think. And they all have different characters and plots? I mean, yes, that is how novels work. Is there a flowchart anywhere, or...? In defense of the author, it would be at least marginally easier for you to keep track of who everyone was if you actually read the books, instead of pestering me for updates every time I read a chapter. Milo, those books are all the same. They are not. Yes, they are. It's the same five kinds of characters going through the same three kinds of plots over and over. It's a genre, Lydia. You always know how the plot goes. The point is that it's the same plot executed differently. 
so that you take the same materials and do something new and interesting every time. There's no need to build new wheels from scratch every time you want to use a wagon. It's the book equivalent of chewing sawdust. I refuse to believe that you actually think that. If it's literary sawdust, then how come you demand a plot summary every evening? Well, your commentary is the interesting part. Are you still going through the papers from the attic? I thought you cleared the whole place out. Not these ones. They were at the bottom of the armoire. I, I didn't see them until I got rid of everything else. I, I think... So after Granddad was buried, I went through his notes and... I, I don't know, I just... I don't know. I, I mentioned to you that it was odd, right? Like, there was something missing? What is it? I don't know. It, it was just... It was weird. Like, something was missing. In what sense? Well, I pretty much have all of his research from... Before the worms came for him. And I have a ton of his research from afterward. He filled up entire books worth of notebooks and, and diagrams right until the end. He was chronicling the progression of worms in him. Obsessively. He recorded it hour by hour. By the end, he was recording it minute by minute. But there's this gap right around when he got the first of the worms. Is it possible he simply lost it? He was brilliant, but he wasn't exactly the most organized man on earth. I thought so too, but this... I think this is it. None of these are dated, but I think these are from the missing time period. I think. Anything intriguing? Depends. How do you feel about bad poetry? That's different. When your days are small, the visage of your lover is a voluptuous moon. Isn't it a bit mean to make fun of an old man's poetry? Every morsel you munch is a also a voluptuous moon. To think that his researcher waited here, hidden in the attic for all those years, that one fateful day his granddaughter could be really sarcastic about it. TBH, the bit about the sexy moon is the best part. The rest is complete nonsense, absolute word salad. I was under the impression that your grandfather detested poetry. I remember, when you first took me to meet your family, you told me quite specifically that under no circumstances was I to reveal that I did something so heinous as consume romantic poems. To be fair, I think you're the only person who actually reads Lewison. I'm pretty sure everyone else just skims the first few pages and goes, ah, yes, I've absorbed culture today and then forgets about it until it's time to give their husband an anniversary gift and they've run out of ideas. Hmm. I'm beginning to develop a new theory about the sequence of events that led to you gifting those first editions to me. More relevantly, apparently, Granddad's anti-poetry stance was just to cover up his hidden stash of amateur poems, which he wrote in the margins of his lab journal, the pages of which he later tore out and stuffed in a closet. Are you sure it's not... I don't know, a secret code? <laughs> or something along those lines? I don't think so. I, I mean, it would be great if there was some reasonable explanation for this, but I don't think there is. Most of this is basically nonsense. Right here, he wrote a few coherent sentences about a lab procedure for synthesizing a chemical compound, and then he writes out those sentences over and over for the whole page, but with the words more and more scrambled every time. Well, who hasn't been there? Am I right? In another spot, he's written the words earth and grave and marrow over and over again. Overlapping. And you can 
tell that he started writing faster and faster until it's almost illegible. And then at the end, he's just written. Written what? More bad poetry? No. Then... He's written, I will be gone soon. The worms will come for my children and my children's children, just as they came for me. One day this world will be empty and dull and there will be no one left. It'll be the worm's kingdom above the ground as well as below. There are precisely two logical responses to this knowledge. To ignore it, or to embrace your despair. Ah. Yeah. It's not uncommon to develop depression after you found out you have worms. We were around him all the time before the worms took him. Did he seem depressed to you? No. Me neither. But you can hardly blame him for getting a bit maudlin under the circumstances. I mean, he obviously wasn't ignoring the worms. He was recording every detail about them he could find. He was a determined old fellow. <laughs> Definitely not despairing. He was trying to find a cure. <laughs> a cure for worms? Well, maybe cure isn't the right word. Obviously, you can't delay worms forever, but I think he was looking for a way to slow it down, to give people an extra year or, or two years or ten years even. Do you think that's possible? It would be nice if it was possible. As a scientist, though, I call it unlikely at best. What bothers me is that he was the one who put these in the box in the armoire. And you knew him. He was super neat. But this is not neat. He just stuffed it all in the box and hid it. Is it possible he wasn't thinking entirely clearly during that time period? Obviously not. But also, I don't think he wanted anyone to see this. Oh, the pasta's ready. Milo? Ah, slipped there for a moment. Got a bit lightheaded. Are you okay? Oh, I'm... I'm in tip-top shape. Just, uh, tripped. You tripped? Yep. On what, exactly? The carpet? Uh-huh. Don't look at me like that. I'm fine. I'm going to check on dinner. Where was I? Oh. It'll be the worm's kingdom, above the ground as well as below. Oh, more poetry. I fail to learn that which words can't describe, the learning of the marrow as opposed to the mind. That doesn't even rhyme. You're here, aren't you? You are here, so just come out. Barrister to friends, I, I greet you. I greet you in turn. Barrister to friends, is something wrong? You are troubled. You disguise my presence. Hey, it's a bit hard to bring up with Lydia in a casual conversation. Are you ashamed of me, Barrister to friends? No. Are you frightened of me, Barrister Friends? No. Well, maybe. Why am I something you must hide? We worms will reach everyone in the end. I, I just don't want her to worry. Why should she worry? I am perfectly natural. I am the first natural thing. The first and final. You were itching to be out from under my skin all today. Why? 
Well, I am natural, and it is natural that I wish to spread. In any case, my brethren already rise beneath your skin. My work will not be undone if I leave you for a few minutes. Spread? To Lydia? Not yet, I don't think. Not unless she invites me in. Oh, sir. My dear sir. You seem tired. Hmm. Oh, sir, my dear sir, will you rest with me? Will you allow me to bring you to my brethren in the gentle soil? Not yet, O oh Worm. Not yet. Are you sure, fairest of friends? I herald only quiet. I herald only peace. Still I long for the ungentle air, O oh Worm. Are you not excited, O oh sir? Excited? Even if you do not accept my offer freely, you will be with my brethren in the soil in only a few years. That's true. So, are you excited? Mm, of course I'm excited. Now, can you be quiet? I'm trying to make dinner. Mind passing me the salad? Do you mind the carrots? The watercraft. Do you mind passing? Thank you. You're being quiet. Am I? May I have some carrots? Here. Thanks. You stopped reading. Yes? Because we're eating? No, I mean, you were staring at the same page for about ten minutes. I guess I was distracted. You couldn't put that book down a few hours ago. I suppose I just lost interest. Mind passing the stew? Sorry, sorry, it it's slipped. Fine. I'll clean it. No, it's fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I suppose I'm clumsy today. You have worms. What? I know what the signs are. Oh. You don't look very surprised. I, well, you don't look very surprised either. I've been noticing the symptoms in you for a while. I just wasn't... I didn't... You didn't what? You weren't saying anything, so I was kind of hoping I was wrong. Hmm. Not wrong, am I? No, you're not. How long? I don't know. A few months. I was going to tell you, but I... I don't know. I, I couldn't figure out how to. That's not... I, I mean, I wish you had, but that's not... We have... That isn't the priority now. How... Fairest of friends, I greet you. I greet you in turn. I greet you in turn. Sorry. I should have told you. Oh, lady. My dear lady, it is good to meet you. Meet me? You've been here for a long time already, haven't you? Meet you properly, I mean. It's an honor. Likewise. Milo is young to acquire worms. We come to you all, some younger than others, 
naturally. Oh, lady, my dear lady, will you rest with me? Will you allow me to bring you to my brethren in the gentle soil? Not yet, O oh worm, not yet. Are you sure, fairest of friends? I herald only quiet. I herald only peace. Still I long for the ungentle air, O oh worm. You say the ritual words so strongly. I feel strongly about them. Your grandfather said them in much the same way. You were one of the worms that came to him? We worms are much the same entity, you understand. We're not quite distinct the way you humans are. Ah, yes, of course. Why do you remember my grandfather? Was he that extraordinary? He was strange. He defied us so staunchly, yet he was always so fascinated by us. He bent the methods of science to our study of our presence and our propagation. There was a moment where he almost gave in to us. He even imitated our poetry. But then he turned again towards defiant. It was curious. That sounds about right. Poetry, huh? I do pride myself on my mastery of verse. Yeah, I'm sure you're very... Uh... Masterful. I could recite some poetry for you if you like. We're good, actually. As you wish. I'm glad to have met you, my dear lady. I think I'll rejoin my siblings now. Are you okay? Broadly speaking, <laughs> no. Specifically in this moment, fine. You didn't finish eating. You should eat. I don't have an appetite. You've got to keep up your strength. It's fine. Okay. Lydia, I want... Yeah? I suppose it's silly to say that I want nothing to change, or that I don't want you to worry. And that isn't quite... It's more that I still have a few years, you know? I've been thinking about it, and... You could have longer. What? You could have longer than a few years. No. No, I'm, I'm fairly sure I can't. My grandfather was looking for a way to delay worms. I... But he didn't find a way. You called this whole idea unlikely at best. I mean, his research is incomplete, but he got pretty far. Shh. Why are you shushing me? You shouldn't talk about this so loudly. You don't know what's listening. Right. In any case. I have to go. What? You should go to sleep. Rest. I'm just going to... I probably won't come to bed for a while. I see. Good night. Focus. Focus. This is doable. I just need to figure out this and, and then this and then put it together with... But that won't work. Maybe I could look it up and see if anyone's... No, probably not. It would contradict the principles of... Yeah. Uh, okay, so... You seem tense. Yeah. Oh. Uh, hello, worm. You're back. My siblings will keep your husband company. I may go where I wish.
Gotcha. Fairest of friends, I greet you. I greet you in turn. Oh, lady, my dear lady, will you rest with me? Will you allow me to bring you to my brethren in the gentle soil? Not yet, O oh worm, not yet. What occupies you so, my dear lady, that you cannot rest with me? What has you scribbling away so fiercely? Oh, uh, just uh, work. It's uh, nothing. But you, you seem, seem so distressed. May I put you at ease? My offer to recite poetry is still open. I'm fine, thank you. Are you sure? Absolutely. Your grandfather enjoyed my poetry. I've never been into that sort of thing. What have you been one for then, dear friend? This and that. I don't read much. I, I mean, I guess I try to be caught up on the literature in the field, but that doesn't really count. The field? Uh, ectovermiology. And that is? The study of, well, you. I'm curious. I was under the impression that novels were a common topic of discussion between the two of you. Yeah. Why would you discuss something you're so disinterested in? I'm not interested in reading novels. You always know how it ends. It doesn't mean I'm not interested in talking about it. It's more about, uh... When Milo talks about novels, he's only sort of talking about novels. He's talking about what happens in them and, and how he feels about it, but... When you do that, you're sort of talking about not novels. I'm not sure I follow. If Milo and I are arguing over whether an end to a story is satisfying, we're really arguing about whether the end of the novel is a good answer to the problems that come up during it. Or, uh, it doesn't have to answer anything, but it has to make things interact in a way that feels... Uh, resounding. Uh, but that means talking about real life, mostly. No, no, I quite understand your contention. Uh, my confusion lies in the fact that this leads you not to read anything, except the strictly factual. I mean, I read novels sometimes. I I've just been busy lately. And the last several years. I, I just don't find it as fun as Milo does. But no poetry? No. Why ever not? I don't... Poetry is just... I don't find flowery descriptions very useful. In a story, then, yeah, maybe, sometimes, but not in a poem. Metaphor and imagery don't do much on their own when it comes to talking about serious things. Well, it seems that metaphor and imagery are rather built for talking about serious things. When you're trying to understand something about the world, when push comes to shove, you've got to rely on deduction and observation. Hmm. What does hmm mean, O oh worm? Oh, it means hmm. This is a strange request, but may I study you, O oh worm? Study? Have you not set eyes upon me? Have you not spoken to me and heard my voice in turn? I meant, uh, scientifically. I want to look at you under a microscope. If you wish, fairest of friends. Uh, one second, let me just, uh... 
haven't used this thing in a while. If I pick you up, will you go under my skin? Not, Not unless, unless you invite, invite me in. All right. Uh, now, if you just lie still. Very well. What is it that you seek to understand, fairest friends? Oh, I, I'm just curious. Curious about what? The relationship between your husband and I? More or less. Will your microscope help? I hope so. I could help you much more in your endeavor to understand, if you like. What do you mean? Consider the grey line of sky above the mountains as the sun prepares to rise. The night makes peace with the earth before it falls to day. So... Is that a... Did that not help? Not that much, no. I suppose the night does on occasion burn fierce and dark before the sunrise. But the brimming of dawn can't be delayed forever, even by the most beautiful of defiances. Well, I think I understand the metaphor broadly, but in terms of the specifics, I'm not quite sure that helps. But there's no better way to explain to you. Some things are, by nature, the domain of the word in its many chimeric guises. Some things can only be understood through experience. If I cannot grace the place beneath your skin, then my grace may only reach you in story and song. Only through poetry may you understand my reach. That's an interesting viewpoint. You know, your grandfather was not so intent on the distinction between literature and science as you are. I get that impression. In fact, he... Hey, Lydia, have you seen what on God's green earth are you doing? Focusing. Is that a microscope? Yes. Why have you put a worm under a microscope? To see it better. Yes, I know what a microscope is. You, what are you doing? Is it not obvious? Listen, hun, I'll be with you in a bit. <laughs> Just give me a minute. Lydia, are you sure this is wise? Why would it be unwise? My Lydia just gets therapy. a tad carried away with her research sometimes. I have a question. You are interested in my propagation. How I spread my siblings and spread through your veins and come to inhabit your hearts. How I come to nestle close to your soul and the souls of your children and your children's children. Well, we don't have children. Yes, I am. Why is that? I'm curious. Do you want to prevent me? I know you are inexorable and beautiful, O Worm. I know you are inexorable and beautiful, O Worm. I thank you, most fleeting of friends. I am glad to hear you're not trying to hold my advance. Those before you have attempted such things. I must warn you, my dearest, that if you try to hold me in my tracks, I will not bring you gently to the soil. Trust me, I wish nothing more than to let your heart rot in peace. But if I have to, I will rend it in two. I will not be kind to you, most fleeting of friends. I just want to understand. You do not know how dearly I want you to understand. You're threatening me. But I have no worms. You haven't graced me yet. You have no power over me yet. 
I am even where I am not. You were born with my beginning under your tongue. Your destination in the dirt was written into your short-lived bones, darling one. Well, I, I guess that's enough for today. Thank you very much. I think I'll just uh, mull this over. And you can... If you would be so kind as to bring me back to my friend? Oh, uh, I... Uh... Here. Milo, are you... I'm gonna go read in bed, I think. I'm going to clean up here. You should come upstairs. At some point. You've done a lot. You should rest. Not yet. Soon, though, right? Not me. Not tonight. Not yet. Are you sure this is worth it? What do you mean? The microscope. This. Well, I got the microscope You the know what from... I mean. Yes. Yes, obviously, of course it's worth it. What are you even talking about? I just don't want you to... Go to sleep. If you insist. He was almost done. He was almost done. There was only one synthesis to go, one link missing, and then he died. Poetry. Poetry. Scribble, that was probably poetry at some point. Comparative acidity, before and after. Uh, theoretical worm chemistry, photon trajectories. I'm almost there. Almost there. What am I missing? I was truly expecting Lorenzo to have a redemption arc. It was foreshadowed at the beginning, wasn't it? With that one scene. But it didn't pan out how I like thought. Does that make it interesting? The trope subversion? It's a good trope for a reason. If you're going to subvert something, you should have a good reason for it. This felt like a drop stitch. Pointless. Uh, Susanna's triumphal moment wouldn't have meant anything if he turned around and become a good person at the last minute. You mean Hannah? Uh, yeah, Hannah. Whichever one. They're basically the same character. They're not. Do they have any distinguishing characteristics? <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. And anyway, the only interesting part about Hannah is that last moment, because it's really not the typical thing, right? Her sort of emotional picture there is odd. I'd expect her to be forgiving, but she isn't. It made it difficult for me to enjoy her narrative is the problem. At least it's more interesting. But not in a particularly good way. Fairest of friends, I, I greet you. you. I, I greet you in turn. I greet you in turn. What was Hannah's great triumph in the story? She saved her friend from being kidnapped and shut down Lorenzo's plot to steal her parents' inheritance. Inheritance? It's what people leave each other after the worms come for them. Curious. And what precisely is it about being kidnapped that's so odious? Why is it something you might require rescue from? Well, being in prison is highly unpleasant, I've heard. And her friends might have been injured, possibly to the point of being suddenly overtaken by worms. I see. What happens in the end? Hannah saves her and then confronts Lorenzo. After that? I don't know. The author didn't write about that. Why not? I don't know. You would think they would focus on the very last moments. Well, some of us like the bits that come before that. Fascinating. I think it is pretty fascinating, actually. Perhaps I should regale you with poetry instead. That's a kind offer, but... I think we're good. Nonsense. How about this? When the sunset shades... 
Lydia, how's your hobby going? My hobby? Yeah, your fun hobby research that you're pursuing because of curiosity. It's going. Not going well, I take it? There's one thing that's left. Just one thing? I don't know how to finish it. That's okay. No, it's not. It is. It's okay. I, I just don't know what to do. It's a dead end. Lydia, maybe... What? Nothing. I'm not going to give up. Some things can't be stopped. If you're not too busy, will you read to me? It's hard for me to make my eyes focus. Yeah. No one who had ever seen the house of Lysander Fallow would have supposed it might have once been the grandest and most admired residence of Jessamine Avenue. The neighbors often grumbled to see the overgrown jungle of a garden and its peeling paint and sagging gables prompted potential callers to find an urgent reason to be elsewhere. But as young Alessandra knew, in days gone by the house of Fallow, boasted the loveliest garden in all the land that any and all people once could have maybe possibly ever seen. I see. Quite boring. I suggest we read something else. Will you shut up? Pardon me? Holy shit, I knew worms said a number on your body, but no one warned me that you never shut your fucking non-existent mouth. It saddens me to see you struggle against the inevitability of my grace. Are you sure you're as inevitable as you think you are? Of course I am sure. I'm the only sure thing to ever crawl under this echoing sky. Yeah, okay, maybe. But guess what? Guess what, Worm? My specialty is taking rulers and microscopes and spectrometers and, and calipers and telescopes and taking all those uncertainties and... and... You push at them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I push. And I, I keep pushing. I, I break it in halves and I look at all the, the shining things inside. Everything that's weird and, and, and interesting and confusing. And I keep going. I break it. I break everything I find until, until I can see the outlines of what certainty could be. And is that enough? Oh, worm. Dearest worm. I'm going to take all my uncertainties and I am going to kill you. So. Would, Would you, you like, like me to slip, slip behind your teeth? teeth? I would do so gladly, dear lady. I wish to help you. Try it. Try it, I'll bite you into. Then you would have two of me, dear lady, and each would be twice as strong. I'll bite and bite and bite until you're gone. Until you're nothing. I won't be dust, you will. Dust, just dust. I'll bite and you'll be dust. See, you understand so little about me. There is no equation you could write that could plot the curve of how I fit into your every cell. I could. I will. I'm almost there. You are nowhere, dear lady. You are nothing. You are soil waiting to be soil. Not yet. Not yet. Soon. Soon. If only I could curl around your ribcage, oh, then you would understand. You taught my grandfather poetry. I did. Why on earth would he want to write poetry? He hated that sort of thing. No, that's not right. He loved my verse. He often complimented my mastery of rhyme. Okay, he was definitely lying. He threw out all of his poetry once he was done with it. He didn't want anyone to see it. You would expect me to answer that. Humans do many things that bear no rhyme or reason. 
He was a very purposeful man. He had to have had a specific goal or he wouldn't have wasted time with it. It's hard to call it a waste. You might not. He... All this writing in that box I found, it was all your kind of thing. Inevitability of worms, inevitable worm kingdom, the works. He said... What was it that he said? I, I failed to learn... I failed to learn the things that words can't describe or, or something like that. The learning of the marrow as opposed to the mind. Right. The marrow versus the mind? I have been trying to tell you this, my dear. Your theories have left you sadly hollow. My theories are pretty fucking great, actually, but whatever. That's what you keep talking about. Some things can't be grasped without personal experience. Granddad was copying your amazingly bad poetry because he thought it would give him a route into that personal experience. But it didn't work. You're too slippery for that. It is my greatest hand. What was it you said a minute ago? If only you could curl into my ribcage, then I'd understand. Something like that, yes. I'll be right back. I love her. Oh? I don't have a clue what she's on about this time, but I love her. I imagine she seeks to destroy me. Yes, obviously, but I'm not sure what precisely it is she's discovered. Bet is a doozy, though. Won't work. Hmm. You don't know Lydia very well, do you? So much devotion, yet I am the only lover who will never leave you. Well, you're also the worst date I've ever had, so... Every word you have ever uttered has been a response to my invitations. But the key thing about it is we don't accept any of the invitations. We simply employ elegantly securitous means to tell you to fuck off. Everything you have ever made has been in defiance of me. I've never really made anything. I know that you're going to take away everything someday. All humans seek to make something that will last beyond their demise. Most are simply quite terrible at it. No, that's... That's not correct at all. Dear sir, I respect your learned nature, but you could not possibly understand my own workings better than myself. I bet Lydia could give you a run for your money. Lydia understands less than nothing. What do you live for, then, if not a silly attempt to surpass the expiration date of your flesh? I just want to enjoy myself. It would be rather dumb if I went around being alive and not even bothering to enjoy it. Do you truly enjoy being alive? Yes. And since I first came to grace you, have you enjoyed it? Do you know what the best thing is in all of existence? Out of all the things a person might do, Talking. Talking about something you care about with someone you care about. That probably makes me the most boring person alive, if I'm honest with myself. But it's true. But lately, every time I've tried to talk to Lydia about anything, literally any topic, you manage to interrupt. Every conversation is about you somehow. Am I that boring? Yes. Yes, you are. I'm offended. Can you comprehend how exhausting it is? How tiring it is for every single thing to revolve around the most mundane, banal aspect of yourself? Oh no, I've caught worms, just like everybody else. You are, 
By definition, the only part of me that is absolutely guaranteed to be something that every other person on this earth will experience. I am so bored of myself. So, being alive is no longer enjoyable for you? No. Hmm? I do enjoy being alive. That doesn't seem to be true. Fuck you. Excuse me? Fuck you. I'm alive, and I'm damn well gonna enjoy it. Or die trying. Oh, sir, dear sir, you try so hard. Would it not be easier to sleep instead? Easier is not in the equation, as Lydia would say. My bones ache, and my sight's going, and I can't stand for longer than a minute without feeling as I'm on the verge of vomiting, but fuck you. I'm breathing. I'm breathing, and it hurts, and... And? And I still long for the ungentle air. I have a project. I want to know more about you, oh worm. I want to honor you. Would you like that, oh worm? For me to honor you. Uh, I would like that very much, fairest of friends. This project, I'm almost done. My rulers and microscopes and spectrometers, they've gotten me quite far. Farther than you would say was possible. But there's one step I can't figure out. One last step. But I think I could if you help me. I do so like to help. I want to have worms. What? Gladly. What? I'm no good at poetry, so I'll have to go for first-hand experience. No, no, you are not doing this. Don't tell me what to do. You can't just die. Oh, good. Die. Someone finally said it aloud. Does that matter so much to you? Well, yeah. I suppose you did mention you weren't fond of the metaphor. You've got to be able to name the thing you fight. So I will creep into your veins, and you will see if I grant you the knowledge to destroy me. Yep. Dear lady, I cannot be destroyed. Want a bet? Lydia. You would like to make a wager? Lydia, please. Isn't it kind of already a wager? I'm betting that I can complete the missing link and finish my grandfather's research before you kill me. And you're betting that you can get to me, get me to give up on life before I finish the cure. You're scared of me. So you'll be trying to kill me real fast. And I'm me. So I'll be going as fast as I can. It is a deal then. Lydia. Deal. Ready? Oh, worm, I seek your grace. My grace you shall have. Lydia? Just a moment, love. Lydia, are you all right? It really is inevitable, isn't it? There's nothing I can do. I, mean, I thought there might be, but there isn't. Hey, it's, it's not... You, you can't give up now. You've got to keep fighting. This is the worst pain I've ever felt. I don't know how you stand it. Your treason is ever so bitter. Oh, lady, my dear lady, you sound tired. Won't you rest with me? Not yet, 
alarmed. Not yet. Milo, my notes, on the table. Give them to me, and a pen. Here. Alrighty, thanks. What else do you need? Just to concentrate and... Will you hold me? Of course. Okay. Okay, I'm almost there. And I can get it now, I... I can feel it, the... Pathways, that's... Yeah, that's almost the right word. If I can just... Ugh! God damn it, it hurts. Shit, shit, shit. Oh, God. It's fine, hon. Squirmy asshole face is winning, but... All it's doing is giving me more data. You understand me now. Poetically and scientifically and in ways that words or numbers cannot touch. You understand that I cannot be defeated. What is it that you seek, then? To delay you. To infuriate you. To kill you where I can. That's not very respectful. I greeted you as a friend. I think I'm pretty damn respectful of you, all things considered. I'm dedicating the last shitty scraps of my life to fighting you. That's a lot of respect right there. If you respect me, then why do you not do me the justice of taking my offer? I extend it in kindness. Will you allow me to bring you to my brethren in the gentle soil? Oh, not yet, O oh worm. Not yet. You won't kill me until I'm ready. And you won't kill him either. Not yet. Are you so very sure? You won't. Not me. Not him. Not yet. I can't stop you, but I can delay you. I can burn away all the advances you've made. I can push back a whole decade. Maybe more. You'll die for this. Soon, too. Well, duh. Here, my love. It's all written here. It's all you need. Lydia, I can't. I don't remember what the world's like without you in it. I don't remember how to feel without you to talk about it. I don't remember how to exist without you there. You can't go. I don't remember how to do these things. You didn't have to fight me. I didn't have to do this. What would I be if I didn't fight? You know that. You knew that the whole time. I'm not entirely stupid. Milo will live a full, long life, and he'll take what I discovered. And then someday everyone will have decades more. I will feast on all of you eventually. But in the meantime... You fought well. I'm going now, Milo. And the gentle earth again will meet. Hand in hand will lie. Closed eyelid to closed eyelid. We'll rest. Oh, lady, my dear lady, will you rest with me? Will you allow me to bring you to my brethren in the gentle soil? Oh, worm. I go with you gladly. Lydia? Lydia! Oh, sir. My dear sir, you are tired. Will you rest with me? 
Not yet, O oh worm. Not yet. This has been Tales from the Radiator. O oh, Worm. Performed by Shelby Billups, Jake Chaninson, and Sean F. Smith. Written by Shioni C. White. Directed by Alex Kingsley.